Welcome to Premium Cashflow Real Estate Investing Podcast with Sakar Kali. During this program, you will hear guest experts sharing their experiences, best practices, and market insights. We discuss investing in multifamily apartment complexes and how a busy professional can passively invest hassle-free in various opportunities. Your host, Sakar Kali, owns millions of dollars of assets and has done thousands of value-add projects over 20 years now. So listen in for insights. Here's your host, Sakar Kali. Welcome to another edition of Premium Cashflow Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming Randy Langendorfer to our show. Randy is a veteran in the business, having done many deals, having seen many different groups and have networked with a lot more investors. Uh, what I love about Randy is he has a framework of how he has kind of distilled the whole industry into a largely three or four components wherein uh, as, we, as we listen to the conversation, we, it will be aptly clear that how he has sort of connected the various dots of this business and can focus on various elements. So as we listen to the conversation, it will be very clear to our listeners and viewers that uh, the amount of knowledge and the amount of insight that Randy has collected over the years uh, into this business uh, can really propel anybody to kind of take a a proper channel of action into this business and build uh, this business step by step and focus on various parts as to what are needed. So thank you, uh, Randy, for coming to the show. I appreciate your time. Uh, how about let's start with your introduction and your background, uh, uh, Randy, and we can kind of go, uh, you know, sort of a step by step into various components that you would like to discuss with us today. Well, first of all, Sakara, thank, thanks an awful lot for the invitation. I was, uh, I was looking at your list of previous uh, uh, presenters and feel like I'm a neophyte compared to some of the heavy hitters you've attracted. So uh, <laughs> congratulations and well, it's thank a pleasure you. to be here. Thank you. I appreciate it. So uh, give us some background, Randy, as to how you came into multifamily and sort of why you love the multifamily aspect of it and why not some other asset class, for example. Yeah, mine is mine is uh, a little typical, but atypical as well. So I, I was uh, at the time uh, about eight, 10 years ago, living in the Cleveland, Ohio market. <laughs> and uh, I first got started in, in single family uh, as a hard money lender. I had a brother-in-law who was a displaced executive for uh, what is now Pittsburgh National Bank, PNC, <laughs> in Cleveland. And he had gone to uh, a single family educational Armando Montalegos. If you've ever watched the late night um, mm -hmm. clips, he's uh, out there. And my brother-in-law had gone there and he came to me with the idea of flipping houses. Uh -huh. And I said, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, you're, we're going to give money to these people in Florida living in Cleveland, Ohio, and let them uh, go about it. And, and then he further said, well, the way you fund this is with your self-directed IRA. Mm -hmm. And uh, being a pretty conservative financial guy, I, I again said, you're nuts, but, uh, <laughs> but over the ensuing conversations, I, I warmed up to it and trusted him immensely. And so we got into um, being hard money lenders uh, to mm -hmm. flippers. And mm -hmm. we had done 15, 20 properties or so. About the time um, I moved to Houston, Texas, I currently reside in Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. uh, early in 2013. And I had, you know, I had done a Google search of 
uh, real estate investment groups. And at the time, there were 13 separate ones in, in the Houston metro market and lifestyles kicked to the top of the list. So I went to them and I went to their two-day seminar and they have a weekend seminar where they show single family one day and multifamily the next day. And I got involved and I had done some hard money lending on several projects, but I attended a um, their annual symposium, the uh, lifestyles, and I heard a gentleman by the name of Brad Sumrock mm -hmm. out of Dallas, Texas. And so um, I started going there just because it fit more with where I want to go, only multifamily. And I got involved in this business like many of us do because I was looking for passive income. Sure. Mm -hmm and wanted passive income and hopefully work my way out of uh, a corporate job into something more full-time. And, and since then I've gone through um, uh, Brad's group as well. And it's a great group. I'm, I'm most currently aligned with Rod Khalif's organization. Mm -hmm. I'm part of his mastermind and uh, I'm also a coach and I just really enjoy the coaching aspect of that. I've given back to uh, people at different parts of their journey. And um, so that's, that's very rewarding to me. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, we will be definitely discussing about many parts of it. And I think uh, knowing you and uh, uh, sort of your coaching background now, you've seen many students. So I think it's a privilege to speak to you and kind of see the success metrics that, uh, you know, that you kind of recommend and see from people. So it will be nice to kind of listen to that conversation. So now, Speaking of multifamily business, um, you know, uh, Randy, uh, give us sort of a high level overview of what you think uh, is kind of a breakdown uh, at a high level as to how someone can approach this business. And let's take it maybe step by step in terms of uh, how would you kind of recommend someone to start and where, where would they gain a knowledge and things like that? Yeah. Well, um, all great questions, and uh, I think everybody's journey is a little bit different, but if in preparing for this, I, I thought, what, what would I um, contribute my success to? And I, and I would say that I would, I would broadly put it under the category of team development, sure. uh, mm -hmm. developing a team. And I, I think team I use in a pretty broad definition that really includes uh, education, networking, and you know, whatever it is, whoever is part of your team that helps your brand. Sure. Uh, whether mm -hmm. it's Brand Randy or Brand Sakar or whoever it is, sure. uh, and helping develop their team. And so that team um, is important, I think very important, wherever you are in your real estate journey. Sure. Um, it, it should be a part of your lifelong education. Mm -hmm. And I know this is obvious to people who've been in a business for a while, but I think many people um, perhaps don't take it as serious as they have to become more experienced. You know, and regardless of whether you, you've never done a deal at all or whether you're focusing on single families, buy and hold or flips, or sure. whether you're doing new construction, uh, each of those, as well as multifamily syndication, mm -hmm. um, maybe you're a passive investor for the first time in a multifamily uh, syndication. Mm -hmm. um, each of those requires a team um, sure. beyond yourself, because if you do this just by yourself, um, you're really going to fail. Sure. And even if you're more experienced, you know, you're looking to do bigger and better deals, uh, attract investors on syndications, your team becomes different than it was when you first got started. Sure, sure enough. Sure and, enough. And we're only as good as our team as we as we all know. Absolutely. Um, and you don't we don't have to know everything, but we need to have people on our team that do um, contribute to each of those areas of our success. 
Sure, sure, sure. Team, I think, is the first aspect I'd put to it. Absolutely. And I can personally relate, Randy. I mean, a little bit about my story also is that, um, you know, I started in single family, like, you know, uh, many, many uh, uh, investors start. I mean, that's where I started. But I think the key differentiator is that, uh, you know, I went on buy, uh, like literally on a buying spree for lack of a better term. So as of today, we own like close to 200 houses. I mean, all are like, yeah, so all are absolutely greatly renovated and i mean i've been doing it for many years so you know our loans are uh, at a very healthy very low ltv and things like that but as the growing process and uh, coming to your point of your team is that as i was growing the business i quickly realized that how important it was in terms of whether it was property management whether it was your title company whether it was your lenders mm-hmm. your lending relationships it is at any scale, anything that you do becomes a uh, sort of a team game. And now, yeah. obviously, we haven't uh, you know bought that many uh, in the last couple of years. But maintaining the buy and hold portfolio, so sort of again creating that management team around you, folks who can help you do perhaps uh, if it is maintenance, whether it is accounting, whether it is leasing, things yeah. like that. So anything if you are wanting to do at a scale definitely requires team. So I couldn't agree more with, uh, you know, sort of that team aspect of it. And, and, uh, and as we all know, that multifamily being large as it is and the various parts that, that come with it definitely requires a lot more expertise. So honing on that team aspect, um, Randy, what would you say that, uh, you know, like, are you saying maybe like folks, uh, like, uh, like any team members uh, from, on your team, should they be having complementary skills or should they be having sort of a mutually diverse skills? What are some of your traits that you can advise on that? Well, that's, that's an, uh, another great question. I, I think it, it um, kind of depends on where you are in the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're, if you're new uh, and your experience level is, is, is just getting started and you're kind of drinking out of a fire hose and all the information that you're sure. listening to, mm-hmm. um, you know, your team should be, kind of everybody. Um, but I think it has to start with education. Sure. I would say that wherever you're at in your journey, whether your first time or you're moving into a new asset class, uh, I really encourage your listeners to consider that education. Um, we all spent, uh, most of us went to college or trade school or something, and you spent a whole bunch of money on tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars on your formal education before you ever got you know, a job and did anything sure. in the corporate world. Um, and so it is in, in multifamily and in the real estate, there's tons of different boot camps, meetups, podcasts, uh, the proverbial uh, plethora of information out there sure. uh, that it really helps. Um, you know, I, I, myself, I talk about um, your example of your team. So I've been doing multifamily and I've recently gotten interested in self-storage and mobile home parks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know very little about those. So my team consisted of educating myself where I just started. Sure. Uh, I started listening to podcasts of um, multi uh, mobile home parks and, and self-storage. I got books. I talked to people in the industry. I p- picked up the phone. I called them. Sure. Um, who's good? Who's bad? You know, and I, I'm taking my strategy of investing to get an education as part of my team. Mm -hmm. I just recently made a a passive investment in a 
um, uh, you know, really nice fund that's paying a 9% pref and uh, has an 80-20 split sure. over the next several years. And so I think that's going to be um, increasingly uh, important to get your education. Sure, sure. Yeah. Now, speaking of, you know, sort of enhancing your education uh, aspect of it, uh, Randy, would you recommend someone that they like network, attend the conferences, things like that, or should they even like go find a mentor? What are your thoughts on like uh, mentorship? You know, there's, there's everybody's uh, going to be a little bit different and their style of learning is different. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of relaying how I went through it first with the education. Sure. And then I think your point about mentoring and coaching is paramount. So, uh, and again, I think it translates from when you're just getting started or me transitioning into a new asset class of, of um, mobile homes and, and self-storage. Uh, I need to find education that way and build my team that way. So find a mentor coach. When I first got started in single family, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law I mentioned was my, my team. Mm-hmm. He was my mentor coach, uh, mm-hmm. trusted advisor. Pretty small at the time, sure. uh, sphere of influence. But, you know, if you want to expedite your learning curve uh, and prevent the common mistakes Yes, uh, get a mentor coach in whatever, whether you want to go to class A type multifamily or you want to get into a new asset class, uh, find somebody that has been there before you and learn from their mistakes, if nothing else. Sure, sure. Now, uh, uh, Randy, you are yourself a coach. I mean, you see many students uh, under your belt. Uh, what would you sort of uh, maybe share advice uh, to maybe perhaps the new listeners that what are some of the attributes that are uh, important uh, in some students that are, uh, or, you know, what are some of that success mantra that you've seen for students who have been super successful with, uh, under your realm? I've been doing this about a year and a half. I've probably had, I don't know, 10 to 15 students. And your point, it's, 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 it's all over the board. Mm-hmm. Um, people that, they, I'll call it, they get into it. They, they hire a mentor and they want a mentor to do everything for them and to get them, make them rich uh, overnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we know, that, that doesn't work. Sure. Um, the mentor is just going to guide you and direct you. You have to do the work sure. and do a lot of student. Um, it's a, it's an, I think a key element for me of the students that I've noticed is desire and drive and are willing to work. Sure. Mm-hmm. You get, you get students that come from, I'll call, you know, I call it the ready aim fire that you may have heard in, in your sure. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Students that uh, I say to myself, I'm a ready aim, aim, aim fire individual. Sure. And I mm-hmm. recognize that as my weakness, but I had one student, you know, he was going to fire right away. He was, lived in Seattle and was going to buy a multifamily in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it would have been a disaster had he bought it because uh, sure. it was a class F property. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he just was so excited to get started that we had to kind of talk him down. So, uh, you know, the, the mentor, the coach uh, can direct you in terms of determining your strengths and weaknesses, help you. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because all of us are different. That, that, I'm a ready aim fire guy. He was a fire aim ready. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they got people that are very good in the marketing side of the business. You got people that are very good in the analytics side and mm-hmm. your team should in the long run, you want to build that out. But um, coaches, mentors are also going to help you come up with the realistic goals. Sure. So mm-hmm. What are the, you know, what do you want out of this? Mm-hmm. Um, I tell the story. <laughs> I had one student recently that I started out 
it's the first night we're talking to him. So we talked about goals. What kind of like, what would you want to get out of this? And he says, well, mm -hmm. I, I'd like to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I said, mm -hmm. okay, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's noble. Well, how much do you make now? Mm -hmm. uh, about 120,000, my wife and me combined. Mm -hmm. well, okay. Okay. Well, you know, still doable. If we got, how much assets do you have to, you know, capital do you have to really put into this? Uh, maybe sixty-five, seventy thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Mm -hmm. So, so we had to have kind of a level setting there to say, um, probably not realistic to get a hundred k in the near term. But you can partner with people and you can do this. But you have to take a different venue and a different approach to it. Then, sure, it has to be a long-term view. That's for sure. I mean, without a doubt, the commitment uh, to commit to the business and kind of see it as a more long-term road than a quick one or two-year success. And I think, Randy, what you were stating about you know having that long-term view and perhaps being realistic and level setting uh, is is definitely something that uh, you know is important and that conversation should be had. Would you agree? Certainly. And I think the other thing is students come in thinking they've gone to a seminar and they've gotten really excited and pumped up and they, they want to get rich overnight. And, you know, it's like anything in life. Um, the long-term view is, is paramount and sure, sure. persistency and consistency over a long period of time. Couldn't agree more. And speaking of underwriting and sort of the asset class of deals and things like that, Randy, you know, one of my biggest uh, sort of uh, not fears, but sort of a red flag caution point is that many times I have seen that newer students do not understand the sort of the gravity of this business when it comes to, let's say, a C-class property. They do not, uh, uh, you know, uh, sort of fathom that you know, dealing with that many sort of, uh, you know, sort of the tenant profile or right. perhaps the maintenance, the capex uh, needs that arise in these properties. What would you say, uh, sort of words of wisdom for newer students looking to get into this uh, and, you know, from a, let's say from an underwriting perspective or perhaps even from a asset class perspective as well? Yeah. Wow. You know, there's a whole lot wrapped up in that question. Sure. Uh, but I think the, the essence of it is, especially as you know, when you're asking other people for their money, sure. you, you doggone better know what you're talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and so uh, the, the, back to that, that uh, education or that mentor, you know, and, mm -hmm. and that example is get educated on underwriting sure. from wherever you choose to do that from. There's a plethora of them. We can talk about that. Sure. But I would also encourage a partner on that to, to kick off, mm -hmm. um, especially on your first multi family deal syndication well you almost need it to to get the the agency loan approval sure uh, unless you have your fanny card from someplace else your agency card but yeah partnering with a viable person is is um somebody with experience again sure that's been there done it sure 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 it's sure good. And what would you say in terms of like the asset class of some, uh, like, like if you want, if yeah. a new person wants to purchase a deal, what would you say the safe asset class uh, for them to go into? I'm smiling only because, you know, everybody, uh, everybody talks about primarily B and C space is the best place to get started. Mm -hmm. Workforce housing where the, the, you know, there's a high demand and need for uh, blue collar um, 
living accommodations. Sure. So, uh, you know, the, the B's and the C's. And, and reality is, is if you're starting out, you can't afford the A's, uh, sure. you know, the very low uh, cap rates. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those are a lot of institutional buyers there. But the caution is, is that in that question, many people don't, nobody's going to advertise a D, that's a D as in dog, sure. uh, <laughs> a D class property. Sure. But they're out there, as you know. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> they're uh, definitely out there. I, absolutely. Now, speaking of, you know, sort of building relations and sort of networking with, you know, a lot many uh, other folks, uh, what would you say are some of the key elements that someone needs to develop uh, while they're kind of networking outside? Yeah, and I think that that network um, is very important as part of the team development and you know as you as I get back in my journey and started out education and grew into networking and that's just um, as um, one of my guys that I spend a lot of time listening to Mike Becker says you know you're never going to get any deals sitting in your office your home office or your sure, sure, office. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to go out and talk to people so and again networking is wherever you're at so if you're experienced you're seeking higher caliber deals those class a deals mm -hmm. that you know you need to attract more capital and talk to people Sure. Uh, if you're a newbie, you're just starting out, you're just looking to somebody to network and discuss how to get started. Sure, um, sure, sure. In my own life today, I'm focusing almost exclusively on developing partner relationships and, mm. and raising money, finding investors uh, that are willing to come alongside of me. Sure, so, sure, sure. And another part of sort of networking also nowadays, uh, Randy, I feel is that, you know, having a thought leadership platform, like let's say the, like, mm -hmm. you know, the Zoom call through, you know, your peer is kind of exchanging notes, having a conversation. Uh, so that brand awareness or having that sort of intellect thought input out there, in my opinion, is very important because many times you are attracting investors, you know, passive investors, things like that. So I think it's very important for lot of other folks also to understand that, okay, how much you know about the business? How, do you think it's a person that can align? I think I like their personality, their tone and things like that. What, what would you say some of uh, these things about sort of the soft skills that come along uh, in this business as well? Absolutely. Uh, it's, you know, it, people invest with those they know, like, and trust. Sure. So I'm sure you do. And, and I get uh, many opportunities to invest in many different deals and see a lot of different deals. Uh, once you've been in the space for a while, sure. you get on different lists and, and, you know, but I don't know a lot of them. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, I'm not saying they're bad or they're good. I just, I just don't know. Them. I'm going to sure. invest my personal capital with those I know, like, and trust somebody that's sure. got a, um, or I've got a relationship with and somebody that's got a track record. Sure. So sure. Um, you really need to, um, think about those, the, the long-term of that, again, back to the long-term view, you don't just start out with a deal and say, Hey, you know, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, will you give me $50,000? Right, uh, right. Right. That's probably the worst place to start because they know you as the, as the young child who was uh, a hellraiser <laughs> or a bad kid and, and, you know, never see you as a, as a syndicator. But uh, yeah, raising, raising money is uh, a long-term view again. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't agree more. And, and you know, and, and kind of moving further along the chain there, uh, Randy also is that, you know, your relationship outside, like whether that's, let's say your brokers, your attorneys, your lenders and things like that. 
how, how much emphasis should you uh, sort of a newbie should place on this? Should they be doing uh, sort of the networking and establishing these relationships in parallel with raising the money side of business as well? I think it's I think it's really important first to start out where you want to be in the space, and so I think it's unrealistic for a newbie coming into the deal and to say I'm gonna I'm gonna underwrite and raise a million dollars or the capital in six weeks or even six months. Sure. It's doable if they partner with somebody sure, mm-hmm. and if they team with somebody, but I think that goes back to building your team network, mm-hmm. uh, building your team network and how do you do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of, I, I break them into either a free or fee service base. Mm-hmm. So as you know, your podcast is, is great, providing lots of value to people out there. Sure. Um, I, I live in Houston, Texas, as I said, and so, Pre-COVID, I, I did a lot of driving, mm-hmm. um, and I spent a lot of time listening to various podcasts. Meetups, another great way to extend your network. Sure. Uh, they're free. They don't cost anything for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the problem, most people go to meetups, and they tend to become hermits, and they just sit back and listen, versus you really need to get out and kind of work the room. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Give business cards out and, and follow up with people and build those relationships that may be a future investor. For sure. a future partner. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, coming to the other relationships and sort of the technical components, uh, Randy, what would you kind of advise the students who are like sort of, let's say, maybe farming the different markets to kind of uh, scour deals and things like that, whether it's brokers, property management companies, and things like that? You know, obviously, if you are doing a due diligence, you need other uh, aspects as well, whether it's inspectors uh, and things like that. Uh, so, should they be building a lot more relations along those lines as well. Yeah, excellent point again. Um, absolutely. So the third aspect of the team is uh, the technical components, as you mentioned. And those, you know, I spend a lot of my time today after you've gotten an education, after you've built a network, then you start looking at these technical components, the brokers, uh, attorneys. And I, I coach my students that you, you got you to walk before you run, so you got to get that education. But yeah, you, working those relationships takes a lot longer to build sure. and time to build those relationships. Mm-hmm. I think the challenge is I see a lot of students, uh, what I, I call chasing shiny objects. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they hear about an opportunity in Tecumseh, Michigan, that's going to return 50% IR in 12 months or, and they live in, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And, and so we, we, we chase shiny objects versus I try to back to that goals and that perspective of getting students to focus on one, maybe two markets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's what some of the big educational groups do very well. But yeah, work, you got to develop broker relationships. Mm-hmm. You have to have an education and a network though to prove to that broker that you're viable. Sure. Mm-hmm. If you just call the broker and say, hey, I want to I want you to send me all of your off-market listings. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. They're going to kind of laugh at you. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. I hear you there. So a- any uh, sort of parting advice, uh, Randy, as we kind of uh, go through this list, right? I mean, you've seen a lot more students and perhaps in your storied career. What are some of the best pieces of advice you have received from others? Best pieces of advice I've received from others. Um, persistence stick to it. Um, there are um, a lot of reasons why you can talk yourself out of not doing this. Mm-hmm. 
persistence, find uh, a group, a coach, a mentor, uh, of which I've done, and I have, I've had several mentors uh, sure. along the way. Uh, those would be the two big ones. And just, you know, it's, it's associating yourself with people that are like-minded in these meetups, podcasts, uh, educational groups that somebody said to me the the secret to success isn't necessarily new. It's, it's well-defined and been written out for a long time. People just don't want to take the time, energy, or effort to follow it. <laughs> great advice. Great advice right there, Randy. So thank you for your time, uh, Randy. I appreciate it. Uh, kindly share with the listeners how they can, uh, you know, sort of find you, learn more about your company and uh, all those uh, things that you have happening around you. Well, thanks so much uh, for letting me be here again. And the easiest way to get me is probably um, on my, my webpage. It's investarc, invest, I-N-V-E-S-T hyphen arc, A-R-K dot com. And there's a, a resources tab there that uh, you can fill out and I'd be happy to connect with you at your convenience. Thank you for coming on and at premiumcashflow.com as well. You can reach us, find us with all different articles, blogs, uh, experts like Randy uh, as well. Come on uh, every time to share their knowledge and insights. Uh, and if you are a passive investor looking to invest, uh, kindly reach out to us. We can have a short phone, uh, phone conversation about what your goals are, what you're looking to do. And if there's an alignment, we can certainly, uh, you know, talk further and see if we can help each other. So thank you, Randy. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you uh, spending time with us today. Thanks for listening to Premium Cashflow Real Estate Investing Podcast. Please join us at premiumcashflow.com to sign up for weekly updates, research articles, and more. We will see you again for another great interview with an expert guest. <music>